cousin, Cicero Rice, sitting on a mule. He said howdy and spit a dark stream of tobacco juice on the ground. I asked what he was up to, and he said he'd been heading to our house and heard my shot and figured he'd come on by see if we had any luck. He admired our pig, but I did not tell about the wild peanut patch. I figured that would be our secret. J.D. didn't say anything either so I guess he was figuring along the same line as I was. I asked if he had any news worth telling, and he said, Well, there is talk in Livingston of a vote to secede in the next few months. I looked at the ground for a second and said, I don't believe it'll happen. Governor Houston is dead set against it, and I'll stick with old Sam. Cicero said he knew of a lot of cotton farmers who were really upset with all the high tariffs the Yankee government in Washington kept passing. I said, well, I think if we jump that it will be because the Yankees push us out. Well, anyway, Texas will not go first. I think it'll come out of the Carolinas. Hell, they hate Yankees about as much as we hate Santa Ana and his Mexicans. J.D. said, You're right, but remember the Mexican problem is pretty well a thing of the past. After the war in 1845, they haven't said or done much like when we were a republic. J.D. made a lot of sense, but I could see that he was worried about secession, too. Well, J.D., do you think if we leave, they'll let us go? J.D. thought for a minute and carefully chose his words. "Mm, Texas, maybe. It was part of us joining the Union that we could pull out if we want to. But the rest of the South? I don't know. The Yankees are mighty taken with all that we have down here. No, I think they'll fight if they want to keep us under their thumb. I knew J.D. Hanley was right in my heart. And he'd been to school up north in Boonville, Missouri. He'd even graduated from high school at Kemper Military School two years before and I considered him a worldly man since I had never been more than twenty miles from home. We pondered everything in silence for a moment. Then Cicero said, Hell, enough of this high talk. Let's get that pig home. Sue, pig, give me ribs. I eat everything but the squeal. We laughed and started out. The rain had blown over, and the old dirt road wasn't too muddy. Old Bill pulled slowly along. We made a turn, and in the middle of the road we came almost face to face with a big fat buck. He had a fine set of antlers, and I slowly reached down for my rifle. I suddenly remembered it wasn't loaded, and it was our only weapon but for our skinning knives. The buck took off as soon as I lifted the gun in an effort to load it. Well, J.D. said, maybe we'll get another chance at him later. Boy, he was a good buck. Did you see that rack of horns on that thing? Cicero said, Hell, yes. Third one I've seen this month and hadn't had a gun with me yet. I go to the woods and deer come out to eat in my garden. I go to the garden, then the deer stay in the woods. A fine howdy do this is. We both laughed at Cicero. He looked down at us and laughed, too, as he took a pocket knife out and cut a small chew of tobacco from the plug that he always carried. I could see smoke coming out of the chimney of the house as we approached it. Several coon dogs got up out of their wallering places and headed out to greet us.
They were quiet till they got near the wagon. When they smelled the pig, they started barking like they were big, flashy heroes bringing in the kill. Cicero spit a stream of juice on Duke, the biggest dog, to get him out of the way. Duke backed up and went back to his waller, followed by the rest of the small pack. Mary, my ten-year-old sister, came out and said, "'What did you get?' I said, "'A big pig, and we saw a deer back up the road a piece. Didn't get him, though.' Mary came to the back of the wagon and looked in. "'It sure is a big one,' she said. "'Maybe we can have some ribs in the next few days.' "'Maybe,' I said. "'But most of this one will be for sausage for the winter, and we'll smoke the hams.' Mother appeared in the door, looked out, and said, "'Soon as you get that pig gutted and cleaned, I have some chicken and biscuits for you.' I knew that would sure make us get the skinning done a lot faster.